When I was trying to apply more makeup before entering the classroom, I accidentally bumped into Jim. He was almost naked with only a cardboard box wrapped around his body. I screamed in panic, but he quickly covered my mouth. Don't scream. Your stupid bestie Zack took all my clothes. I'm just trying to find them. Jim's cheeks were red. I sighed. Zack probably picked on that poor nerd again. In the end, I helped Jim get another set of clothes to change into. Hi, I'm Molly. With one glance at me, I think it's natural for people to assume that I'm a famous, rich, and spoiled blondie. Well, that's actually what I want them to think. Why? Because the truth is ugly. My mom is an alcoholic and my dad is in jail. I'm currently living in a cramped trailer house. If anyone knew about my pathetic life, I'd definitely become a target of bullying like Jim, a nerdy loser in my school. Just because he was weak and awkward, he was always made fun of. That's why I always try to avoid being seen with Jim out of fear that he'd damage my reputation. However, even in my wildest dream, I could never have imagined that one day that nerdy would change my life forever. Like many other hot girls, my group of friends also included the school's most popular faces. Remember Zack? He's not only the school basketball team's captain, but also the city commissioner's only son. No one dares to upset him. However, he's a mean big bully, especially to Jim, the poor nerdy guy. One day, Zack unexpectedly told us that due to his low grades, his parents forbade him to throw a house party that weekend. We were all disappointed when suddenly, Zack beamed at me. Molly, you've never thrown a party before. It's your turn. Me? No way! Why not? Even a clueless airhead like Nick Nelson can accept his bisexuality. Why can't you throw a simple party? Although I was not into that idea, the group wanted it too, so I had to agree. That afternoon, instead of going home, I sat alone on the school campus, wondering how on earth I could find a luxury place for the upcoming party. When I was in despair, a gentle hand suddenly patted on my shoulder. It was Jim. He wanted to thank me for helping him with the naked accident a few days ago. I know we're not close and you're on Zach's side, but you helped me. Thanks, Molly. I owe you. Yeah, yeah, just scrammed it. I'm busy. I waved my hand to dismiss him, but then an idea popped into my head. Wait, you owe me, right? Yeah. Then, can you lend me your house for one day? Jim fell silent after my request. I thought he would flatly refuse it, but unexpectedly, <laughs> he agreed. Fortunately, that weekend, his parents were also away on a business trip. Sweet! We'd have that house all to ourselves! In order not to be exposed, I asked Jim to put away all his family photos. I even lied to him that my friends didn't like him, so he should leave the house for a while. He was clearly sad, but still agreed. Jeez, sorry Jim, but I have a secret to protect. Soon after, the party was on. My friends had absolutely no doubt about the house and were happily partying. Then, Zack and his teammates suddenly set up an indoor basketball game. They threw the ball back and forth and unfortunately, they broke all the statues displayed in the living room. I panicked and tried to stop them. Oh, damn it! Are you trying to destroy the house? Hey, loosen up. Your family is rich. They won't notice. Zack smirked and left. Oh, no. <laughs> Jim would flip if he saw this. And clearly, that's what happened. 
Jim came home after our party ended, and he was shocked to see the broken statues. Seriously, I lent you the house so you could wreck it. I'm sorry. It it was an accident. When we were trying to find a way to reattach the statue, suddenly the doorbell rang. Jim's parents returned earlier than expected. When I was panicking, Jim quickly opened the window and pushed me out. And so the nerdy boy stayed behind and silently suffered his parents' wrath alone. From outside the window, I could hear all of them scolding, and in the end, Jim was grounded. The next morning, feeling guilty, I went to check on him, but only to get ignored. In the following days, even though I tried many ways to meet him privately to apologize, he still avoided me. Until one time, I overheard Jim's conversation with the principal. He asked to form a school rubric team to participate in a state competition. However, he didn't meet the requirement of having a minimum of five members, so his proposal was declined. It was my chance. I immediately approached Jim. Count me in. You only need one more member to form a team, right? Why do you want to join it? Please, I just want to make it up for the last time. Finally, Jim agreed. That's how I joined the Rubik team. Everyone was friendly to me. I also had the chance to get to know Jim more. Thanks to that, I realized he's smarter and kinder than I thought. Before I knew it, we had become close. I told him my dark secret, but he was non-judgmental and even comforted me. However, I hid it all from my current friends. They'd laugh at me if they knew I hang out with the bookworms. One day during lunchtime, Zach suddenly kissed me on the cheek. Startled, I quickly pushed him away. What do you think you're doing? Say, Molly, we look good together, don't we? No, we don't. Zach snapped. <laughs> don't tell me your type is slim, nerdy dweeb like Charlie Spring. I know you joined that stupid Rubik team. The others were shocked. They kept asking me if that was true. I tried to deny everything and panic. Quit that nonsense, heartstopper reference, Zach. Why do you keep bringing it up? Are you secretly gay or something? Look, I only joined their team because I pitted them. Okay, bam! I turned to the sound and saw Jim with his stray foot on the floor. He angrily left when our eyes met. Oh, fudge! A few days later, Jim didn't show up at school. I knew I had killed our friendship. And then it got worse when I went to school and realized all my secrets had been exposed. Someone posted my family story on the school's website. They even took pictures of me in my trailer house, thinking that Jim was trying to get revenge on me. I angrily sent him a text. I didn't know you were that despicable bastard, and burst into tears. Days later, I felt like I was in hell. People started calling me a liar. My friends also shunned me. One day, I waited for everyone to leave before going home. When I walked across the basketball field, I overheard Zach boasting to his friends about exposing me. Turns out, he was so bitter about my rejection that he stabbed me behind my back. I angrily rushed to him, but he quickly stopped me. Serves you right for humiliating me, you fake. Then he knocked me to the ground. At that moment, Jim suddenly showed up with unbelievable bravado and strength. Jim punched Zach. That's for being a jerk and hurting a girl. Then he took my hand and ran away. We had a conversation afterwards. I apologized to him and expressed my regret for always covering myself with lies. And worse, I hurt him—a true friend who stayed by my side when it was tough. 
It's okay. Everything will be fine. It's never too late to start again. Jim looked me straight in the eye. At that moment, before we knew it, our lips touched. It was the sweetest kiss I've ever had. After all, Jim and I became a couple. I also stopped lying about my family situation and chose to be real and straightforward.